You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. That sound you hear in the background is actually the toilet. Chris just took a massive shit and flushed. Big pooping. Big pooping. It's actually the fucking dishwasher. So our dishwasher doesn't work for shit. Like it's awful. It's because you live in an apartment. Yeah. All the appliances suck. Yeah. They're they like, do. what what is what is one grade worse than builder's grade? That's what they use in an apartment complex. Yeah, and that's what they use. And it's great. No, our stove didn't work or our oven didn't work for a while, so everything had to be cooked on stovetop. Mm-hmm. And then Tara finally caved and called them. She's like, Hey, you need to come and fix our oven. And they were like, Huh? We don't Por do that. They're like, We don't fix ovens here. She's she's complaining again. So, do we should I leave? Are we are we okay? Are you mad at me? No. Did I do something? What you have she's, a? She's got a douchebag for a husband. Everybody. She uh, no. I know. You guys are so hot and cold. You know what's funny is thirty seconds ago she was like, "I love him." Yeah, I love him. <laughs> and now she's like, "Fucking doors open." <laughs> I told you to open the door. You opened the door. I didn't specify anything else. And now I'm mad. Well, yeah, but see, okay, and that that is a nice segue into tonight's That's episode. What I was trying to do there, yeah. Is tonight we're going to talk about what men and women want out of a relationship now obviously chris and i well okay i'm not a woman um oh god you know the thing is okay i'm i'm all over the place today and i i've realized a couple things about myself recently first of all i I, i'm I'm an angry person but but i'm okay being an angry person right but I I just don't think I'm built for this world because we live in this place where people are so fucking sensitive about language. They're going to be upset that I called you a woman because what women, and of course women are not less women are better than men. It's just, it's an emasculating thing that we do to one another. Fuck off. Um, any which way my point is, is that we're going to talk about what men and women want out of relationships. Now, obviously, as cis white males, which, you know, whatever, Chris and I can tell you what we want out of a relationship. We can assume we can speculate and surmise and give empirical evidence as to what we what our spouses want out of. Yeah, they want me to read their mind. Exactly. For exactly right because (laughs) she wanted you i love you tara she wanted you to open the door Mm -hmm. and have the screen closed and close the door to the children's bedroom without having to fucking tell you to do so yeah okay all those things all those things and i don't know if i've gone on this rant on the show before but i'm gonna go on this rant again The reason that Chris does that is because all of Chris's attention is providing a home and food and making sure you don't fucking get killed. That is Chris's job genetically. That's why Chris doesn't think about those things. They're not in his mind because he's like, oh, I'm going to light the cigar and we're getting ready to record and Um, Is is anyone killing us right now or trying to kill us right now? Do you have a roof over your head and clothes on your back and food in your bellies? Oh, yeah. The lights are on. Yeah. Then I'm okay. Then then everything is fucking okay. I'm not concerned about closing doors or opening doors and closing screens and whatever. That's what Chris is concerned about. But she wants you. And that's the fucking frustrating thing about being any relationship with a woman is that I just want you to know these things. I just I just, I don't want to yeah, have fucking how I don't want to I don't want to have to ask you to do these things. I just want you oh. to do them without having to be told. Well, how about how about how about this? How about you go? fight fucking wars how about because <laughs> that's what we're doing right now it's a war of attrition <laughs> no my my point is is that 
we work differently. You want your man to read your fucking mind, which is impossible. None of us can do that. What your man wants is you to be reasonable and tell him what the fuck you want. Well, what's funny is it, it the mind reading thing. Yeah, totally a thing. Okay. Um, cause I've no, I've no fucking idea. And women are incredible creatures and your brain can work at 16 things at once. Right. Mine can't. Yeah. They're way better than us. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I concede that. So save your fucking hate mail. Yeah. So like you can do 16 different things at the same time and our brains don't work on those wavelengths. That was amazing. Um, our brains don't work on those wavelengths. So we're like, uh, right now I will do dishes real good. And we'll do- <laughs> Oh, she's hurt. You want, you want a mic, babe? Tara just sat down at the table. So, so we'll I don't do know that. who's in more trouble, me or Chris. We'll do that one thing, and we'll do that one thing and think we're, oh, you just burnt a hole in your shirt. Yeah, whatever. Fuck we'll, it. we'll think we're doing that one thing really good, and they're like, hey, hey, stupid. Yeah. Did you think about that you were supposed to close the screen door so mosquitoes don't come in and the kids' door so they don't know you're smoking cigars in the living room? Now, now to be fair, I would have closed the screen door because I don't want bugs in the fucking house because I'm not a fucking retard. Yeah, but I am. Because I'm like, all right, open the door. Well, no, I was presented with one problem. There was one solution to that as far as I was concerned. Hey, open the back door. But that's... I bitched about it yeah. for a half a second. I was like, fucking door. And you're like, just do it. And I was like, I am doing it. I just needed to complain about it. So yeah. then I go, I open the fucking door and I come back over and she's like, stupid. You, yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking stupid boy with your stupid. You open the fucking door and you didn't know you didn't close the screen door. You stupid. And I'm like, so fuck you. So here's what here's what happens in your relationship. Not your relationship, not my relationship. Everybody's fucking relationship is that you don't do the things that she wants you to do because you're not fucking Kreskin. You can't read her goddamn mind. So someday she blows up at you and she says, why can't you ever do anything around here? I do X, Y and Z. And like an idiot, you say, why didn't you just ask me to do this? And that makes things worse because, or you're dumb and you rattle off the things that you do. Oh, knowing full good and well, that's man shit right there. Yeah. Cause I will, I'll be like, I fucking do this and this and this. And she's like, you suck at these things because you didn't even close the screen door. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but okay. You closing or not closing the screen door is irrelevant to how well you pack the dishwasher. Yeah, no, I pack the dishwasher good. Yeah, you do. You pack it like my fudge. Get all up in there. Dude, no. Okay, so using a cast iron piece of uh, kitchen equipment, I can do that. I can do that very well. She fucking makes eggs in the cast iron skillet today and is like, she she then proceeds to turn the heat up to 67. It only goes to 10, just so you listeners know. To turn it up to 67 to try to get the fucking what's remaining of eggs to get out of it. And I'm like, you're just making those a part of the pot. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? And she's like, I didn't know there were special instructions that she's like, I hate this cast iron thing. I burnt myself on it the other day. And I'm like, that's because you don't pick up a hot piece of metal. But I'm, I'm the dumb one because I bought this cast iron thing that makes delicious food. Shame on me. Cast iron's important, but you have to take, so here, the thing about your cast iron is first of all, don't, don't use soap on your cast iron, okay? Correct. You get you get some hot water, you scrub gunk out of it, then you dry that shit immediately. Immediately. Yep. Then you get your Crisco out and you give it a nice thin sheen, a nice rub down with the Crisco. Then you put it in your oven for one hour at 350 degrees to season that motherfucker. And then it's okay. Now it's okay to have extra seasoning in that. So, for example, what I do when I make when I make steaks, I'll get a couple of fillets. I'll get out my cast iron skillet. I'll get that motherfucker rocket, rocket hot. Put a little butter, a little oil. Bam! Sear that shit. Mm-hmm. Couple minutes on one side. Boom! Sear that shit. Couple minutes on the other side. And then I let the cast iron skillet cool down. And then I take paper towels. I wipe out the grease. I put that shit away. Yeah. Because that's flavor. It's delicious. Extra flavor. Yeah. But if I if I clean mine, I clean it with a like olive oil Mm -hmm. and then I will heat it up on the stove top. Mm -hmm. Same thing as doing it in the oven. Basically Uh, I'm just not baking it. Right. Um, But yeah, you can reseason it by throwing it back in the oven or whatever. So my point is, is that then your wife, female partner, 
explodes at you that you don't do shit around the house and you just need to be told that's the that's the difference between men and women and if you're a woman and you're listening to this episode i need you to understand that we are fucking morons not only are we morons, we're not the superhuman Charles Xavier's that you want us to be. We can't read your mind. We don't know what it is that you're thinking. So just tell my ass what to do. Yeah. Be like, hey, baby, could you do this today? Yeah. Okay. And then tell me how you want it done. Because yeah. if I do it a different way and you bitch about it, I'm going to be like, I'm fucking doing it, asshole. Now that's husband theory. See, if you're a husband... What you do, your wife asks you to do something and you fuck it up a couple of times so badly she never asks you to do it again. Yeah, that doesn't actually happen. Mm, Then you get bitched at for not doing it right Mm, for mm. the rest of your life. Fuck that. No, so we were at her uh, dad's the other day and we were packing up, getting ready to leave and I'm standing there and they're like, Chris, do you want to go in? And I was like, no. They're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm waiting to be told what I'm supposed to do next. And everybody's like, good man. (laughs) good man and i'm like did i get a cookie they're like no but you get a brownie motherfucker come inside you can have a brownie and i'm like can i go in and have a brownie and she's like you can go have a brownie (laughs) tara is this true did this happen (laughs) the good man yeah what did jess say she said good man she wasn't paying attention to me getting praise for being good man or that I was waiting to be told what I was supposed to do by her because I'm good boy. You are a good boy, Chris. We're all like, we're, we're like stupid fucking puppies. You are a good boy. And this all started because I told you what to damn do. You were going to smoke your cigar regardless. I didn't want you to give our children pre-exposed cancer cells to lung cancer. Sorry, I'm being an asshole. Yeah, you're the worst. I said, close the damn door. I did. Because there's a six-year-old here. Then, I also <laughs> didn't want my house covered in bugs. But yeah, you should vent it out if you're gonna smoke it anyways. <laughs> Who's the real asshole here? It sounds like you are. Our listeners just heard no, me get I scolded. That- <laughs> <laughs> you're just dumb sometimes. Everyone is. I got my scolding and my lashings about the damn cast iron skillet. I'm a woman who doesn't cook. We get it. Oh, I didn't. I didn't scold or lash her about it. I was like, "Baby, you can't do that. You're just baking things onto it." Oh, I don't. I don't believe that. Just based based on two things. One, how you recounted the story in front of your wife before she spoke, and two, the expression on your wife's face. Oh no! How did I say it? Like that, didn't I? I blacked out. Yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. Anymore. I said it just like I just said. Look. There is a level of finesse with which I will speak to her as to not cause a blowout that doesn't need to happen. Okay? I don't always use this because I don't always think it's necessary and I don't always think it's beneficial when having a conversation with another human person. Um, Sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to be honest with you about the situation and you need to accept that. No. Um, That's, again, that is where honesty... See, if, if you used just a bit of subterfuge and facade in your relationship the number of fights you had will they will reduce probably significantly probably but you know what or we can train each other yeah which is what we're doing fucking animals you're not oh we absolutely are apparently i'm a puppy that gets told good boy when i wait yeah yeah because i'm good boy (laughs) <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do next time? I'm going to go there and I'm going to fucking wait. God like, damn what it. are you doing? My point is... <laughs> and I'm like, I'm fucking waiting. Uh, so, Chris, what what do you want out of a relationship? I want consistency, honesty, and sex. Wow. That's that simple? It's pretty fucking simple. Wow. Yeah. You See, tell me what you want. You tell me how you want it done. And it needs to be like that every time. That's consistency and honesty. There's always room for improvement. And then I want sex. So do you have a high sex drive? Yeah. Because you're a man in his mid-20s? I mean, late 20s. It's yeah. over. You're right. You're, you're old. Never mind. Forget yeah, I'm dying. You're, you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should probably kill yourself. Working on it. <laughs> not work yourself to death that's a fucking slow no, process I, I took dude. a drag from my cigar and then oh, grabbed my beer nice nice well played so 
I, if I'm being perfectly honest, well, if I was lying, I would tell you I don't know what I want out of a relationship. So what do you want? If I'm being perfectly honest, and God forbid my wife ever hear this, I don't, I don't want a relationship. I just, I, I don't know. It, I don't want obligation. And mm. the problem is when you create a partnership with another person, you develop obligation to that person, to the life that you're going to build. And I have found that I am just a, a hateful and angry and selfish person. And I really don't want obligation to others. That's why I never had children. I mean, children are the penultimate obligation. I don't want that in my life. Um, you know, I want to be able to, to just decide, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, build models or I'm going to paint models or I'm going to read, or I'm going to play video games or I'm going to do whatever, or, uh, you know what? I really need to cut the grass and I don't owe anyone my time. Hmm. See, I'm, I'm not so much like that. Like I want to, I want to do what I want when I want. But I'm willing to accept the fact that that's not always viable. If that makes any sense. It, well, it, it does make sense that it's not viable because you have two children. And a wife. Right. Whom I have to answer to for everything. Right. Yeah, but, but, but the thing is, is that you can dissolve your relationship with your significant other. Your kids are your kids forever. Yeah. Yeah. Until one of you is dead. And most likely it will be you. Yeah. 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 I mean, the mortality rate's really high, like 100%. So I'm probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I think you will. Yeah, no, I surely will. Um, no, it's it's weird. Relationships are weird. And uh, the concept of being, I guess, bound to somebody else, is it, it's very peculiar. But it, it's, it's freeing in a way. So there's a level of, uh, I think this is what freaks people out if something goes awry in their relationship. So let's say you start having financial problems and you and your spouse start fighting about that. Or let's say you're jealous people, so you start fighting about other people. Or let's Now, just, I mean, just so the listeners are aware, Chris and Tara have absolutely no experience or frame of reference for being jealous people. Yeah, right. I mean, they have no idea what it would be like to be jealous in a relationship now Tara's giving me the stink eye right now she's if, if looks could kill I'd be she's like Darth Vader fucking force gripping me right now well no it's <laughs> like that that part of a relationship is uh it's fucking hard yeah but then there's the the good parts of it like there's somebody to help keep you accountable well that's really good like it, it helps a lot to have somebody that's there making sure that you're doing the things that you're supposed to do or helping to make sure it helps if there's somebody that's monitoring the things that you don't necessarily know to monitor. So it's, it's really, it's a double-edged sword sure. because you run into this concept of, Oh, well it's a codependency, I suppose. Uh, and some people are like, you should never be codependent. But if, if you're in a relationship, you are, you are dependent upon that other person and they, and they should dependent. be dependent upon exactly. you. Yeah. That's the codependency. That I was it's a yeah. symbiotic relationship. No, for you're sure. Both fucking leeches. Um, well, and that's and that's the thing is that I don't, you know, it, to speak out of the other side of my mouth, I, of of, I I don't want things to be different in my life. I don't want things to be different with my wife. I don't, you know, I like where I am at, but I do lament that I don't have more time to myself. Yeah. I see, and I'm I'm on the other end of the spectrum because I'm like, oh, I wish I had more time with these people. Uh, and there's, it's it sucks because you also are maintaining relationships with your friends, with work, and with all that bullshit. So there's all that that goes along with it too. Like it, it's it's the delegation of time. We've talked about that on the show before. Right. Um, learning how to effectively delegate your time is so very very difficult. See, and, and what I what I want out of a relationship, if I'm in a relationship and I recognize that this is completely unrealistic and unfair, but I 
need you to be better than I am. I just, I, I just, I need to mythologize you and I need to have an image of what you are and who you are. And I need you to not do things that tarnish that image. Well, then you should never be around a person. Yeah, no, you're, I mean, okay. So that sucks. Um, but like, I think, I think we all put the people who we're in relationships with on a pedestal. Like even our friends, we expect things out of our friends or our partner or whatever. And we're like, you should be doing this because this is what oh, I expect out of you. And sometimes people surprise you and you put them around you to let them do Thank that. you. And sometimes people surprise you. She's totally right. And it's a good surprise. Like, it gets it gets easy to look for the bad surprise, I guess. Maybe I've just become too cynical. I don't know. I think that's, I think that's a pretty natural thing. Like, the world's a weird place because when you go into the world, like, the world is made to break you. It's made to basically kill everything off that's in it. And the things that don't get killed off are the things that are strong enough to be there and inhabit it. Uh, that's I was saving this for the word of wisdom. But... It fit very well here. So you're in this world that's made to destroy you and you have to make your way through it. And it's the same way with people and relationships and stuff like that. Like that C.S. Lewis quote that I put on the show a couple of mm -hmm. times. Like if you're in a relationship, that person's going to disappoint you. That person's surely going to hurt you. Maybe even fucking totally break your heart. But it's it's a necessary evil if you're going to engage in love and acceptance and growing like as an individual in that way. So it's, it's a big ordeal. So let's, let's break down what, you know, what you want out of a relationship. Let's unpack these three things. So fucking, I get fucking, but consistency and you said honesty. Yeah. So, so the, the more honest your partner is, the less of those bad surprises that you have. Okay. If you, and that's going to lend into consistency. So, so if at some point your partner found you unattractive for some reason, you yeah. would want them to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fix it if you don't know what's there. Mm -hmm. um, and then with consistency, like you, this is the unrealistic part here is the consistency part because it's a person, but you want to, you want them to be, or I do, I want them to be, I want to know what's coming. Like your, your relationship is your one place. Like it, you're supposed to, you're, when you're in a relationship, you're like, all right, we're here for each other no matter what. So no matter what's a big ordeal. And like knowing that that no matter what is there is why you keep coming back to it. Because I know that regardless of the circumstances, you'll be there. And you know that regardless of the circumstances, I'll be there. Do you watch Black Mirror? No. Okay. Well, in the in the most recent season, although I think it's horseshit to call it a season, it's three fucking episodes. Uh, but in the most recent truncated season of Black Mirror, there's an episode where a woman confronts her husband because he or she thinks that he's cheating on her. Now, he is, but he denies it. And they get in this fight on their anniversary. And I'm paraphrasing what she says, but she says that when you're in a relationship, you make certain sacrifices. And there are obviously things that she wants out of life that she is not getting in this relationship. But she accepts that she's not getting those things because she's weighed that against what she is getting out of the relationship and has deemed that to be more important to her. And it really, really struck me because I, I think that's true for, for all of us, that if you're in a relationship with another person, you have accepted that there are things that you won't get. For example, my wife likes to, I mean, if we're in, if we're off work together, she wants us to be spending time together, period. You know, and it, and it doesn't really matter what it is. The, the challenge, of course, is, is that it is infrequent. And I guess that she, as, as our friend Jessica would put it, memory requires a lot of quality time. And I require Cam just, you know, 
being in the same common area you know if if she's you know doing a puzzle or you know a you know a crossword or something and i'm tinkering and we're in the same room she would wants to be doing so sacrifice is necessary in basically every facet of life like you go to a job and you spend time there so that you get monetary compensation or experience or whatever and you go to school or college or whatever so that you can get an education so that you can move forward like no matter what they're sacrificed and then you save because you want to not have to work at some point in the future it's no matter what you're stealing from today to have tomorrow. And if it's in a relationship, like I'm stealing some of what I want and not having it in order to have an us. Well, and I think that that it, it's important to take stock of what you have in your relationship and weigh that against what you desire in life and, and, and weigh the two and really recognize is what you're giving up worth what you have. And obviously you should be weighing this before you get married. Right. And that, so it's interesting. So on another podcast that I do called fear of the boot, we do these negative episodes where, so fear of the boot is about role-playing games. I, no, <laughs> no, no, no moss. But uh, so Fear the Boot is about role playing games and blah, blah, blah. But we do a, a variety of other stuff and we do these things called negative episodes. And on a negative episode, it's no holds barred. We just talk about whatever. We don't edit shit. And we had a transgendered woman on the show who had reached out to us because we were talking about transgender issues on one of our negative episodes. And she reached out and she said, hey, I'd, I'd love to be on the show and I'd like to talk about it. Now, I would encourage you to go and find Fear the Boot on Patreon and support us and listen to those negative episodes. But Elizabeth, who was amazing, um, she talked about how the most important thing about being transgender, because she's married to a cis woman, um, and she said the most important thing is disclosure in explaining to your partner because you have an obligation to them to, to for them to understand who you are and what it is that you're going to want from and bring to the relationship. And it really all stemmed from me bloviating and in, in being a jack leg and talking about chicks with dicks. But, and I know that sounds terribly disrespectful, but that's not what the episode was about. The episode was about you know, being who you are and having people accept you for who you are and dealing with that sort of transition and disclosing with them. And Elizabeth talks a lot about how it has affected her relationship and her marriage with her wife. It's really, really interesting. But I think what you just hit on is significantly important is that going into a relationship, I think it is essential that you disclose to that person what it is that you require and what it is that you desire out of that relationship. And I don't think, I mean, my wife and I were young and I knew what I wanted, but I also think that maybe that has evolved over time. Well, I, I don't think we ever fully know what we want. I want to eat your butthole. Sure. You can do that. But I don't I'm think capable, we... but may I? Duh. <laughs> um, I don't know that we can ever fully know what we want as we are changing daily. Mm -hmm. And shit, we go through phases and all kinds of interesting things like that. So I don't think that one's completely fair, but I think being completely open through the entirety of it and saying what you think you want at a given point in time and all that is, I think that's essential. And that's part of that honesty thing that I was talking about. Like you should be transparent with the person that you're in a relationship with. And that, that goes to your friendships as well. Like I had a buddy call me 
and he was it was like almost two in the morning and this friend is like hey i was just involved in a dui or dwi i need you to come get me and i was like okay where are you you know and we get in the car and i'm like you gotta you you need to fucking grow up now i didn't have to bail this friend out of jail but it was one of those situations where it could have easily gone that way and i'm like this is it, it's time to grow the fuck up like i love you and i know that you want to have fun and all that shit but you can do that and you can be a little more responsible about it like you're you're too evolved you're too far in your life to be at the point to where you're making these stupid decisions so don't fucking do this anymore. Like, surround yourself with better people or whatever you need to do in order to not put yourself in this predicament again. And this friend was like, oh, but you're my friend. And I'm like, that's that's a cop-out. That's a fucking cop-out because we've been idiots. And, like, we've been in stupid situations. And that's not... I get what you're saying, but also be, be a big person here. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's okay to cut people out. Like... You don't need to be hanging out with people that are 10 years younger than you just because they want to go out and drink. So, but you're more than 10 years younger than I am. Yeah. And we're hanging out drinking. Yeah. But how many times have I been like, have another beer? And you're like, no, this is my limit. Yeah. Well, no, I need to be responsible. I mean, you know. So we're not getting DUIs. Right. Uh, Trying not, not to anyway. We're not going out cheating. We're not going out and stealing. No. Like, morally, I think we're in a pretty Wait a minute, wait a minute. Place. So you're not responsible for the automobiles that were stolen from your dealership? Correct. Wow. Um, but it, there, there's... We're, we're not doing a lot that would be negative as far as how it could impact your life. Like, realistically, the feedback that we get on the show is very positive. That's weird. It is weird. We're, we're a couple of grab asses, but, like, there's definitely gyms here, and, like, we express real feelings and right. stuff like that, and I think that's important, and, like, we try to be as honest and candid as we possibly well, can. And that's and that's interesting, too, because, you know, I was, I, I was talking to Elizabeth about this actually after a recording, and basically I was saying that, look, on Fear the Boot, I am a caricature. I'm an exaggerated version of myself um, because we're just, you know, sort of dicking off, having fun, being ridiculous, what have you. But there's also a tremendous amount of honesty in that, because even though we're recording this conversation, it's just the two of us. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about the microphones and being in this setting, but there is this catharsis and an openness to what I say that I don't really have in my life without microphones. I think that's pretty normal. Like when we're sitting here doing the show, like we'll, we'll bite our tongues on certain things. Um, but ultimately the goal of what we're doing here is to tell the truth to the best of our ability to do so. And uh, at least mine is like, I don't, I don't want to come on here and lie. Right. No, I don't want to misrepresent myself. Now, sometimes I will say things, um, you know, because it is, you know, asinine and foolish and and what have you. But you're saying it to get get a reaction more so So, than anything. Well, you know, I so being deliberately provocative and being deliberately offensive are two different things. Yeah, I have never set out to offend someone. Right, it's never been my goal to offend people. Now, to be provocative, that that's a whole different thing. But I don't want to fucking hurt people's feelings unless they're bisexual. Unless they're people who ride bicycles on the road with the rest of human beings and think that they're better than us and that I shouldn't fucking kill them. Those people I I, I don't care for. But that's natural. Yeah. There was a bicyclist tonight and here in Missouri, you're not allowed to pass a bicyclist on the road. Um, I pass the shit out of this ass hat. Uh, yeah, no, I pass them all the time. Fuck those humans. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're. Not, are they humans? You're, you know, I'm trying to be better. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's why you're a good person because you're trying. Um, so this <laughs> fucking cunt is <laughs> riding his bike down the side of the road, and I'm like, "You're a dick. Like, you're 
in the road just enough to obstruct traffic. Yeah. And I hate you if you're on the side. Just lay on your horn. Yeah. No, I just went, and then he looks at me like all evil-eyed, like, you're not supposed to do that. But I'm like, "Mm, I'm looking at you like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, fuck your bicycle. Fuck you. I had a bike when I was eight. What's up, bitch? (laughs) And then I became a man. (laughs) Wait, I love love bicycles on a trail away from cars. Yeah, no, where they belong. Yeah. Like, you can ride it in an alleyway where a car can't fit. There's all kinds of great places to ride bikes. It's not in the middle of the goddamn road. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Where automobiles are. Absolutely fucking worst. But any which way. I say this when my my father figure growing up was an avid bicyclist Mm. and has definitely been pulled over for riding in the middle of the road and then had a cop look stupid for telling him he couldn't ride in the middle of the road. (laughs) See, I don't want to rant because Elizabeth has already heard this rant and she gave us a nice plug on Fear the Boot, so... Uh, Elizabeth's been amazing to us. Yeah, she's great. Um, I actually, I mean, she's a Kiwi, but she's from New Zealand. Oh, how dare you? Yeah, I know. I don't know what that means. Oh, my God. How old are you? 30. She, 29. Yeah, exactly right. Don't fucking don't. You're not 30 yet. Stop it. Well, I told Stop. Stop it. The wife and kids sit, were like, sit, what do you want to do for your birthday this year? And I was like, nothing. Tara's like, you don't want to have a dirty 30? And I was like, fuck no. I was like, we're done. What the we're fuck gonna... is a dirty 30? So a bunch of people go out and they'll have like a dirty 30 and they'll, I guess it's a fucking, it's your 30th birthday party because you're getting old and you're supposed to go out and make an ass of yourself. And I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. We're not going to celebrate it at all. We're done celebrating. I'm 29. Forever. That's also stupid. No, it's completely stupid, but Prince did it. That guy didn't age until he died. Hmm. And he was like in his 50s or whatever, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. He was fine. He was three feet tall. Did you know that? Yeah, but he acted his age, not his he, shoe size. He was an exa- exactly 36 inches tall. No, he fucking wasn't. He was exactly, precisely 36 inches tall. Yeah. Hold on. Have you, have you have been, you seen him next to his guitars? Have, have you been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. I have. Have you seen Prince's clothes on display at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I, I saw have. him in pictures no, of his clothes, no. and I know they were too small for him. Did you go <laughs> to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, look at Prince's clothes, and get your gaming tape measure out and measure precisely Did how you ta- actually? No. God, come on. Why do you yeah, got watch shit? Your mouth. Don't. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You're sitting there shitting on me, and you're like, did you get your gaming tape measure out? Because you know I have one. I have multiple. I don't have, like, I've acquired man tape measures by accident. Uh, People leave them at my house and shit, and they're like, you just keep it. You can use it sometime. And I'm like, for what? Your dick. I'm like, do you use this when you're fucking playing with miniatures? Yeah. You fucking dick. No, it's too cumbersome. I'll use this little sissy one that I found at the hobby shop. Mm-hmm. We've lost sight of this episode. What do you think women want out of the relationship besides mind reading? Yeah, I think, exactly. I think that honestly, they want somebody that's going to be strong. And I mean that. Oh, shit, my wife's with the wrong guy. <laughs> I mean that is fortuitous. Like, not necessarily that you're physically the most able-bodied individual on the planet because shit there's only one guy that's that and i don't know who he is it's just not me um i cannot bench press a truck i cannot squat a semi so i'm clearly not that individual but for some reason some stupid girl decides i'm the one that she wants to spend the majority of her time with and I bring something to the table. Okay, so what is it? Like, mentally, I'm, I'm pretty there. Like, I'm, I'm a strong-willed person. And I think, ultimately, like, that's what a lot of women want. You don't have to be the, uh, I think, asking yourself what your wife wants all the time is going about things wrong. They won't respect you if you're like, oh, what do you want? What is it that you need? Blah, blah, blah. Like, what I'm doing right now? I'm like, okay, I'm going to work a bunch of hours. I'm going to sell a bunch of cars. I'm going to do this so we make a bunch of money and so we can set money aside and so we can get a house. That's what I'm worried about. 
and like everything else is secondary to that they i i ultimately believe that that's something that she wants there's a bunch of little shit that i'm gonna do wrong and that i won't do well or whatever um and in day-to-day life will it frustrate her yes will she be grateful when she's pulling her you know car into her driveway walking into her front door yeah yeah i think that's the shit she'll be grateful for so like i think a man's job and what a woman ultimately wants from a man she wants him to have some kind of purpose and i think she wants him to be diligent and strong in pursuing that purpose Hmm. i'm a terrible husband then i disagree i but i but i I don't have purpose like that okay when when you went to work and you were a clerk at a comic book shop or a comic and game store, whatever you want to call the fantasy shop, you're welcome for the plug, Dave. Uh, when you were going there and doing that, like, did you want to stay that? Well, fuck no. And could you have? No. Like, it, it is completely outside of your ability to go somewhere and be bottom of the barrel mic but that that's exactly what i've done now it's not because it you're technically a manager you're the event coordinator for oh, that sure. place technically and but i don't uh... are, are you the guy calling all the shots no because you're not the one with all the money were you that guy before no but were you a leader yes are you I'm... a leader now no yes no yes no did i ask anybody else for things no yeah people don't ask me for stuff oh i do yeah, well, you do. And unfortunately for you, regardless of where you go, like even when you were in the medical field that you hated, you were promoted. Why? Because you have the inability to go somewhere and just be. Uh, I've, I've been pretty good for the last year just being. I disagree. Um, like it, it's something that drives you crazy. No, it does actually drive me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't have the ability to do so. Yeah. Because you're a strong and ambitious person you want to run things well i just want i just wanted to be done right yeah that 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 that's fucking purpose like you go somewhere and you're doing you're, you can make it better what's wrong with that like you're, you that's that's what memory likes in you clearly yeah. she stayed with your dumb ass for a long time yeah why because you're fucking you're not you're not sit there and be stagnant mike you're the mic that goes there and fucking grabs shit by the balls, tickles the scrotum, mm-hmm. gives it the old reach around, and it's like, yeah. all right, time to get your jollies off. That's right. Do you fart when you come? No. Okay. That would be a great relief, though. That would be awful. Could you imagine? That would be embarrassing. Every time you ejaculate, you fart and sneeze. That would be so embarrassing. <laughs> and then you cry okay let's let's step this up a notch okay so you sneeze but it's one of those nasty sneezes where all sorts of snot comes out out of your nose and you shart that'd be amazing (laughs) that would be fucking amazing (laughs) the greatest relief and then when just when you think you're finished you just you fucking piss all over yourself (laughs) you fucking puke and then you piss your pants like yeah you'd be pretty relieved at the end of it i don't know you might feel violated i think at the end of it you'd feel violated you'd be like i'm a hollow vessel (laughs) (laughs) but no what what do i think a woman actually wants from a relationship i do believe that they want somebody that's strong and competent hmm like ultimately, who who do you want around you? Do you want a fucking bunch of dim dimwits, dipshits, no, and all no, that? No. no, no, you want fucking competent people around you. And like when you prove your competence, and when you prove it to a partner, when you get your promotion, like they love that shit. Hmm. Like uh, my boss's boss was in the other day, and he's like, he's like, hey, come here. And I was like, what? He goes, come here, come here. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what's up, man? Dick, Chris. And he's Come like, get this dick out. Now. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, you're going places. And I'm like, okay. He's like, you don't need to go anywhere. And he's like, I know the grass might seem greener on the other side, but you don't need to go anywhere. Basically, without 
pleading and saying, please stay here. He was like, you're, you're going to do more here. I want you here. Like do this. And I went, I came home, told my wife about it. And she's like, that's amazing. That is awesome, dude. Um, and I'm like, good. Like I, I want to come home and say something like that to my wife and know that the effort that I put into my job and shit, I have a doctorate in that at this point. Like I've been doing sales since I was 19. I'm 29. So that's 10 years of that. That's a doctorate. I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor in that. Um, (laughs) I'm a doctor of sales. I am. You're welcome listeners uh no but it's something that i've done for a long time it's something that i've honed and i've gotten good at and like it's it's that's my profession and i i'm not gonna shortchange myself for that and like when it's being recognized by the people that are above you like you want to come home and tell your wife that yeah or your partner or whomever like that's good and she recently got a promotion she came home told me and like that was good and like that's the shit like you want to see that person progressing. And I think ultimately, like from a woman's perspective, I think knowing that the person that you're with is moving forward and has momentum. Like, I think that's what's attractive because we are stupid. (laughs) We are. There's, there's no way in hell we can have, like, even if you tell us exactly how to do something, we're going to fuck it up because we're, we're completely retarded. And, there's just really no getting past that that's what we do we do it well and we've been doing it for thousands of years millions of years however long people have been around we've been fucking doing that shit so we're gonna fuck it up but you're like i know you're moving forward you fucking special olympics boy you (laughs) and that's enough for me oh my god uh so ultimately i think that's what a woman wants from a man is somebody that's going to move forward, somebody that's going to be strong and somebody that's not going to cave to their every whim. Like, do you cave into everything that your wife wants? No, no, you can't. So like, if you had no spine, she wouldn't respect you. Yeah. And that's, what's interesting is that, you know, when you're, when you're young, you get this impression that what women want is they want the bad boy, right? They want somebody who just gives no fucks and then they want a fixer upper. You know, they want somebody that they can they can make better and I can I can fix him. But I mean, ultimately, you're right. They don't want somebody who is just going to roll over and be property. Well, no, I don't I I don't think they do at all. But like, I don't. Women want the bad boy. They want the guy that does what he wants. Right. And gets what he wants. Um, That's attractive. I mean, shit. If if your wife was just somebody that laid on her back all the time and like went to work and just had everybody at work treat her like shit and fucking complained about that all the time, that would get frustrating for you. You'd be like, you're fucking better than that. Knock that shit off. Right. So it's the same. It's just what the way our brain functions. We don't look at it the same. They look at it as, okay, this is not a competent male. If you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think this is something that is completely uh, at the forefront of their mind when they're chastising us for not closing the screen door. Um, I think they're more so <laughs> worried about, oh, okay, well, you do this other stuff, okay. Yeah. Like, maybe, maybe that's, I think that, maybe that's it. I, I think that, I, I just, I, I really feel like I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm just, I'm just tired of trying. Not true. If you were tired of trying, you wouldn't, you would, you would go to work and you would do nothing. And then you would start showing up late or you'd leave early or you'd take a six hour long lunch break. And then you wouldn't show up, but you'd expect your paycheck. What you're talking about is entitlement. No, no, because I, the distinction here is, is that I don't expect you to give me anything for me not participating. Don't be a bitch. No, I, dude, it's, it's, it's I'm going to leave in like 20 minutes. Whatever. I cannot do that. Whatever. These um, are for you. And you enjoy them. I will. Thoroughly. But, uh, 
Yeah, I, I think ultimately everything is an issue of competence, and I think that's what a woman looks for in a man, is somebody yeah. that's competent, confident, and like there's a level of confidence that you have regardless of what you may think. So you're good, and that's why you're worth keeping around. <coughs> realistically, there's somebody that's bigger and stronger than you. There's somebody that's smarter than you. There's somebody that could write a book. Yeah. You don't write books. You don't do any of that shit. What do you do? You go in, you fucking try to take charge, and like you try to make things better. Winning. Way to make a girl feel good. Thanks, Chris. No. You don't. You're not smart or strong. You can't. You can't fulfill anything that you desire to do, like write books. You're really a piece of shit. Your wife's kind of an idiot for settling for you. That's what not, a dumb cunt. Not what I said. Uh, okay. Would Batman go and win a fucking sprint? No. Would Batman win a mathalon? No. Would Batman win a bike race? No. Would he I don't, win, I don't would he know. A, what, would he did, win a triathlon? Do you even read Batman? Yes. Do you even have any idea yes. who Batman, Batman would, is? Yeah, he's the greatest detective ever. So he's written in such a way that he already knows. Um, that's why all women want him, but none can have him. Because he's already figured it out. Uh, I'm the world's greatest detective. Exactly. Have you? If you've never seen college humor, Batman. Ca- get, oh. Batman can't stop thinking about sex. All you, of all of them are good. The uh, penguin one is amazing. The two face one is my favorite. Uh, I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, so the two face one. There's a scene where Two Face is like, he gets the same chance Barbara got fifty fifty, and Batman goes, "How are you going to determine that with flipping a coin?" He's like, for that, you would need 50 coins and then 50 more. And then I would analyze them with my computer using science. <laughs> the Batman can't stop thinking about sex, though, is absolutely it's funny. fantastic. But watching Batman's eyes bulge as he says, with science. <laughs> fucking beautiful. I'll have to watch one again. It was home. poetry. That's awesome. Um, but no, like, the reason Batman's good is not because he's the greatest this or the greatest that. It's because he's this. And everybody likes him better than The Flash, who's the fastest. Everybody likes him better than Superman, who's the strongest. Everybody likes him better than Catwoman, who's so, so, the sexiest. First of all, Superman is the fastest. It's not Flash. That's, well, not true. So it, it is true. Which Flash? It, yeah. Geez. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Uh, they did a foot race, and Superman won. Superman is the fastest and the strongest and the best at everything and the most boring. Okay. Which is why your wife's not dating Lance Armstrong, who can do more with one testicle than we can with two. So Lance Armstrong, and I don't want to get sued here with for libel, but he was doing a, a really, I think, fascinating form of doping where you extract your Red own blood cells. Yeah. And then you put them back in. Which so is that there's am- more oxygen. It's in amazing. System. He was fucking cheating. Which I think that's bullshit, that if I take my own blood out and then I put my own blood back in, I'm a fucking cheater. That's horseshit. The best part was they basically calculated it. Everybody that was there was cheating. Mm -hmm. And the only people that weren't were the people that finished in like 47th place. Wow. I didn't even know 47 people were running that race. That's not the exact number. You mean riding that bicycle because Lance Armstrong was a cyclist? That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. only people that were biking that yeah. proficiently were on drugs or yeah. taking their blood out and putting it back in. No, the guy was an incredible human being. Yeah. And here, you don't get to beat cancer without having some kind of badassery about yeah. you. So he's like, no, go ahead and take that fucking testy out. Take it out, pussy. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Is it Cheryl Crow's fault? Did she give him nut cancer? Oh, probably. Cause she, Dude, Cheryl Crow's hot. Uh, I said was. Mm. I remember growing up and like the country singer women were the really good looking women. Mm-hmm. And now things have shifted in such a way that it's not them. Those are the ones that you're like, meh. And the good looking country women are like, oh, I'm going to go do pop now. <laughs> I think you're drunk. I'm not even, but the pop singers are the ones everybody wants to fuck. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, that's not, I it's completely true. It's a fact. It's science. I, we are so off the rails right now. No. Okay. The rails are, guys, what do you want? Is Girls, this the word? Is what this, do you want? What's the word of wisdom? No. 
Well, I gave it early. I know, but I want you to revisit the subject. Okay. What I need from you, Chris, is the is, hold on, sl- sh- slow down. You're young. You're beautiful. Look how handsome. Look at that hair. Look at that. No one can see that alopecia spot. Yeah, no, because I covered it up. You got a little bit of little bit of peach fuzz going on. Yeah, haven't peach fuzz. Haven't shaved. Your teeth are so big and white, like God's shoe shine. So the world is designed to destroy those who live within it in order to uncover the ones that can inhabit it. What's that from? That was from me. Is that a Parsons original? That was. So basically. You have to be able to get through the world, and the reason I was I was basically you're like a you're like a philosopher you're like Kant I or was is it cunt yeah, anyway total cunt yeah um, no I was I was trying to figure things out and in doing so like I came across this because I was basically being bitter about the fact that I am not the me that existed a few years back like there was a there was a me out there that was more compassionate that was more caring that was more innocent basically and that innocence kind of dies off as you get older and it's not necessarily the destruction of your innocence but the um the ability to bring forth something that's able to fight its way through the world yeah and, and and that's why that's why I, as an older person, older than you are, am angry because I'm so I I don't look at anybody as the enemy unless you're a cyclist. I, I don't I don't see people as the enemy. And I, I don't want people to see me as the enemy, you know? And it is just frustrating. I don't give a shit about being the enemy. I, I give zero Look, fucks I, about that. I, I just, I, I want you to live your life and I want you to be free and I want you to have the things that make you happy. And and and, and I want you to leave me the fuck alone. And I, and I don't want to leave you the fuck alone. I don't, I don't care if you and your 17 partners are, you know, doing God knows what in behind closed doors. It's none of my fucking business. I don't care. But just leave me alone. Yeah, and for me, it's, I just want to be better than what I am, and, like, to reconcile not being as sweet as I once was, like, I had to come to the realization that, okay, I was not strong enough. Like, whatever I was was not good enough, and now there is what is, which is where the word of wisdom came from, like... I think that's I think that's optimistic, though, because I I think that it it could also be that you do not have the strength to and the wherewithal to be as open minded and compassionate as you once were, because age has has brittled you. I don't think it's a brittle. I don't think it's being brittle Mm -hmm. that comes with age. I think it's more so an understanding that things aren't going to go the way that you think they will. Like but why would that make you less compassionate? Because you can't look at somebody the same way. Because like, okay, yeah. I I told Tara, I told Tara the other night. I was like, you know, I was like the thing that I did the poorest early on in our relationship was not vetting you hard enough. No, I didn't. I I was like I didn't judge you at all. I was like you were just perfect to me. And that was fucking foolish. And she's like, what? Like, that's not what your wife wants to hear. But it's like, no, like, you piss me off. Like, you fucking irritate me. And if I would have had any sense about me at all, I would have told you early on, and it was something that we could have worked on or you could have worked yourself out, like, of my life. And now we're fucking eight years into this, and... We're committed and, and all I, this I, bullshit. I don't even like you anymore. I no, mean, that, that's not the case at all. But I'm like, I, I don't have the patience that I should with little issues, and that's not fair to you. So, that that's mostly what I was thinking about when I was mulling this concept over in my head to come up with this word of wisdom. See, I, I, I have never. 
I have only judged my wife once. You judged her earlier tonight for fucking not being a, not. <laughs> you judged her because you're not a mind reader, you bitch. <laughs> I couldn't. No, I couldn't come up with a good way to say that. No, yeah. I was. I was judging cis women in general. I gotta pee so bad. Well, we should wrap this shit up then anyway, because I yeah. have to fucking go home. Fine. I have to find Vine. Vine. Guys, guys, what do you want? What do you want out of your relationship? Ladies, what do you want out of yours? Let us know. One day, my wife said, what do you want more than anything right now? And I said, a blowjob and a chocolate malt. And you got it. I did. It was amazing. Happy birthday. (laughs) It wasn't my birthday.